Hello, today we have Alfonso Quijano, the CTO of Lean Solutions Group. Welcome, Alfonso. Thanks for talking to us today. Hey, Mary. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. So why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself, um, what led you to Lean Solutions, and then what all the solutions Lean Solutions can provide? Sure thing. Um, well, I, I am Colombian. Um, I'm an electronic engineer from Barranquilla, which is a city on the coast. Uh, proudly so. Um, I've been with Lean Solutions Group for about six and a half years now. Um, and uh, I really started with the mission to you know, be able to provide um, customers in the States the ability to hire great talent here in Colombia um, that I've known and that I've um, experienced firsthand for so many years. So our whole business is really about finding that right people in and connecting them with the needs. Um, so I think that's it's really what it's all about and um, what, why we're here. That's awesome. Everybody needs to get a good partner that helps them get the people that they need. Um, so I know that Lean Solutions is very data-driven, data-forward. You guys have a real passion for getting people the um, data solutions that they need, process optimization, everything like that. Um, so how do you guys necessarily, when you come in for a project, how do you get that started and how do you really like know where to start? Do you just kind of take all the data and go, Ooh, or do you have a, um, or do you have like a customer meeting of like, what are your goals and how do you get those projects started? Sure. Um, well, so kind of to start, Lean Solutions Group has a couple of major divisions and one of those is Lean Tech. Lean Tech is specialized in software development, technology in general. And uh, what, what we start with is getting to know our customers' needs, knowing what really drives them, what is that um, sort of, what are those technology initiatives that can make them be better or more efficient? And uh, in that sense, a lot of people may look at um, what we're really not, but a lot of people call us outsourcing firms as a way to, to get um, talent, right? You know, I just want, I just want to get some talent. I want to get the right people and I want to be able to, to take it from there, but we're, we're so much more. And uh, I think that where you can see that primarily is in that consulting mindset that we have, we have the ability to sit down with you, identify what those needs are and respond with what your, um, sort of what the best people and tools are, uh, best to fix those issues or to complete those initiatives and objectives. So like you mentioned, that's how it all starts. We, we sit down with our customers and have a think tank session. That think tank session allows us to identify, do a requirements gathering, find out you know, what, what are the sort of primary issues that the customer is dealing with, and then associate those to technology solutions that may be related to data, that may be related to AI, or maybe they're, they're a lot more simple than that, right? AI is thrown a lot around these days as the solution to everything. And like, we, we, we know that it's, it's not, but we know that it, it has to start with asking the right questions, recovering the right data, and then actually using something, um, using that for something. So um, that's, that's, that's our whole beginning. Awesome. I think that, I mean, you have a lot of, you're not necessarily wrong when everyone says that AI is the future, AI is this, AI is that. Like you can have artificial intelligence, but also what intelligence can that like 
bring you. Like you can't just have it for the sake of having it. You have to have it with a goal in mind. And I think that's a lot of people are rushing to try and get it, but you got to take a step back and go, what do I want this to actually accomplish? And it sounds like Lean Solutions really kind of makes the customer take a step back and say, what do I actually want to accomplish? What do I want to, what do I want to improve and be better? Um, so what do you typically see as like the most important data or um, what are some common themes that a lot of your customers want to improve like right off the bat? Right. So actually, I'm going to take a step back from that. A lot of our customers don't know exactly what they need. They, okay. they actually don't know um, where to start in their whole uh, data-driven journey, if you can call it that. Um, and one of our main responsibilities is to guide them through how to start. Um, this can mean a couple of things. This can mean that they perhaps don't have a way to actually recover the information from the sources they have at hand. Everyone knows the industry and how it is very fragmented. There's tons of platforms that are generating information and they're, they're totally siloed, right? And when you want to do something with that data, you come across the challenge of how do you connect them? You know, what is, what is the best way for these systems to talk with one another? And there are a lot of customers and, and platforms in the space that are, already have made great strides in helping us connect these disparate systems. The, the primary issue is that, you know, after you have them connected, which is challenging in itself, then you need to find a way to harbor that information somewhere. And then we start talking about data warehouse. We start talking about um, ETL systems or, or ways in order to get the information and extract them into those data warehouses in a consistent and clean fashion. So uh, those are all things that, you know, to the, um, to the person that perhaps has not um, gone down that road can seem a little difficult or challenging to start, but we, we try to make it really easy. We try to make it so that um, when you're talking to us, you know, okay, they've been down the road of using APIs to connect these different systems with one another, or perhaps using RPA, robotic process automation, in order to scrape information from sites that perhaps do not have API enabled, and then try to consolidate all that information, get them into that data warehouse. And then what's really the most challenging piece, what do I do with the information that I now have? You know, what are the solutions that can come out of this process. Um, and I think that that is sort of that, that next stage. That's where we come in and we, we help you answer all those things. Um, you asked a question about, um, you know, what are some of the things that when they do know, what are some of those challenges that, that they come with? Well, they may say, look, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make some, you know, predictive rating engines so that I can be more efficient at providing rates to my customers. Um, I want to be able to, um, for example, eliminate some back office processes that I have today that involve manual work, like data entry. Um, I want to be able to avoid so much back and forth in email communication. Like these are all very, very relevant things that we've helped customers fix. And that is the root of, of those, those problems um, for, for customers in logistics. Yeah, I definitely, having worked as a former um, broker and dispatcher and all, and pricing analyst, uh, there's a lot that can be automated and a lot that can remove um, basically a lot of those low, high touch, low value things. Um, so for example, like tracking and tracing, like there, um, there has to be a better solution than just calling the same driver 10 times, asking him where he is. So it's definitely good that people are on board to get that because that's such a time waster. It's important information that you need to know, but sitting there calling the same guy throughout your entire day is 
a lot of obnoxiousness. Um, so I'm glad that you guys are there to provide them some solutions and really just kind of move things forward and um, get people doing things that are less of a high time consumer. Um, so you said that you have like a rating engine. Um, what kind of, does it work for truckload, flatbeds, LTL? Like, is it just kind of like you can take a bid and dump it in there? Um, what kind of, what kind of things happen in your pricing engine that you guys have? Cause as a former pricing analyst, I love a good pricing engine. So this is, um, one of the solutions that we've helped our customers create for them. Like it doesn't only, um, it doesn't only, it's not only restricted to, for example, a pricing engine. Um, we've helped our customers, for example, um, create, uh, OCR platforms where they're able to read, um, attachments or even emails, classify them and extract the important bits and pieces out of them. But to the, to the point that you mentioned, um, a pricing engine we've, we've developed numerous times um, would allow a customer to leverage their past data or their history in order to make more efficient, faster decisions for a customer that's looking to, for example, get a group of lanes of thousands of of, day, of rows of information, right? And they're looking to price that out in, in terms of a couple of key uh, metrics, like for example, um, the least cost carrier or uh, the number of, of, of days to get it delivered, um, or, you know, perhaps the number of times that there's been an issue with delivery, you know, anything that you can store and whether it's truckload or whether it's LTL, really, um, it's all about how we can use all those data points and connect them and then bring those back into, in a seamless way for the customer. Um, because sometimes you have all this information here and it's, it's hard to understand, right. For the common user, you, you, you bring them back with tons of new data points, you know, key metrics here. And like the, and, and the solution ends up being more difficult than, than the actual problem. Right. So that's, that's, uh, just an example of some of those projects that we've created. And that doesn't necessarily involve artificial intelligence. You know, a lot of people will think, you know, pricing engine, for example, and they'll, they'll immediately go to thinking, oh, you know, complex stuff like machine learning, like AI and things like that. When in reality, what happens under the hood may be a lot simpler. And uh, the solution that you may need in your case would also be a lot simpler. So um, th that's, that's just an example. That's awesome. We definitely, um, formerly when I was a pricing agent or a pricing person, um, we definitely had some yeah, some not necessarily inefficient, but not artificial intelligence workarounds. We had things exported to Excel and formulas and everything like that, that um, was really helpful and handy, um, but was in no way, shape or form related to artificial intelligence. Um, but it's just, it was one of the process improvements that we found on our own that made things a lot faster. Um, so it's nice that you guys are also there to help everyone and maybe make it so that they don't have to just keep exporting everything to Excel and getting all of that um, because we love Excel, but it can only do yeah. so much. <laughs> I agree. agree. And you mentioned something important that I, I want to bring back for a second, which was, um, you know, like track and trace, for example, there's got to be a better way to do that. I mean, there's a lot of bright minds out there thinking about what is the best way to go about some of the challenges that we're facing in the industry. And um, we, we just recently partnered up with a company called TextLocate, for example. Yes. Um, that it's a it's a very um, smart but also simple solution that leverages existing technology and and doesn't try to do something that's too complex. But the result of that 
Um, the result of that platform, which you guys can, can read about, is now there's more information that can be used. There's more uh, follow-ups to that, that tracking activity that can now be triggered by this automation. And there's, I mean, I'm, I, I, we want companies to have the ability to see those opportunities, to see like, okay, now if I can use this platform, for example, to make a more efficient tracking um, activity or, 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 um, or, or scenario for my company, like what, what can I do to now use that information more efficiently to feed my systems, to feed my TMSs, to feed my, my customers' emails? Can I use that information to now automatically send the updates out to email to my customers and have that be an end-to-end -end automated process? Um, so just wanted to, to give a quick shout out to that. Yeah, I when I first heard about Text Locate, I was immediately jealous that I did not have it in my track and trace days. And I was like, this would have made my job so much faster. I wouldn't have spent four hours calling people. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm very impressed with what they're doing. They have a very, very bright future. I am confident of it. Um, so it's exciting. Um, so when you guys so one of your things that you guys do is process improvement. I know that that's like your bread and butter. You guys love it. Um, what is typically your biggest challenge when it comes to process improvement? Like, um, do you, like what, do, what do you do when um, someone who isn't necessarily on the decision making of like, yes, we're going to do this process improvement, but they're a little slow to kind of like get with the program and a little hesitant to change what they do because this is how we always do it. And I know how it works. Yeah, so you you just said it, right? Um, the the focus is everything with these projects. Is we typically ask our customers that want to do these initiatives is what is your bandwidth today to actually go through with an implementation that involves automation? Because a lot of people will say, you know, an automation journey starts with having the right tools and having the right technology. Well, it's not. It's actually, it actually starts with knowing what you want to automate and having processes very well defined, um, you know, before you start. It, I, I'm not sure, for example, if, you know, the audience has been through like an ERP implementation and all these things, but they're typically, you know, they, they take a lot of time in that requirements gathering process, making sure that the data, the flows are all correct. And it's there for a reason because we want to make sure that everything is clear. Like if, if our company is seen and our processes are all seen as a white box where, you know, you put, you put an input, you know, something happens in the beginning and then, um, you know, an output comes out, which is the, the, the culmination of our process. If what's defined within that white box is not, what's in that white box is not truly defined, then the automation is not going to work because tomorrow that process will change completely and your automation will just not do its work. Right. So, that's the first thing we ask our customers. Do you have the actual bandwidth to, to come and sit down with our team, make sure that we scope out everything that needs to happen you know, from the start so that this project can be successful? And then the second thing, and it's also a very important thing, is that you know, companies in logistics, um, it, this is very dependent on the customer, but they not necessarily have a well-defined budget for what automation should, should actually cost within organizations. And uh, you know, I know that, for example, when you try to, um, you know, go and tackle one of these huge endeavors, like, you know, I want to connect all my systems with one another and I want to end up feeding this information back to the customer. It could seem like a, you know, six to eight month project, which maybe a couple of people, et cetera. When you start building a technology team like that in the States, it, it could seem like a high cost. But 
where where we come in, and that's our um, that's that's the added value that we want to provide is that we want to make it less scary for you to start these 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 endeavors for you to start this journey. We want to tell you that it's not you know going to represent a high cost to build a technology team here that can not only guarantee that you're not going to have an issue you know in your process. It's going to take their time in order to make sure you map out everything, every single part of the. Um, process that that you need to know from the start. You know, you need to have documentation and have all that. We're going to help you do that. We're going to help you achieve um, having all those things laid out. And once you have all that defined, then we're going to help you actually execute on those things. And even after we've executed and we've created these automations and these integrations, these connections, we're going to help support that afterwards. We're going to help maintain those things. So you're, you're, you know, where Lean Tech and Lean Solutions Group comes in is we we want to make it, like I mentioned before, just less scary, right? You, you, could, you could start, you could, you know, give it a shot. I always, I always talk about that low-hanging fruit project that can allow us to prove ourselves. And uh, we, we have tons of success stories from customers that have automated uh, processes and that, you know, once they start with one, it's a snowball. They go with the second, third, the fourth, and, you know, before they know it, they're like, wow, I just automated my entire sales process my you know coding process and uh they're 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 very grateful um so yeah yeah that's awesome um i i figured that it was um a long endeavor and it's kind of nice also that you guys are there to do that because i mean with um i'm not sure how the uh job market is in colombia but in the united states it's like if you can go find another job any minute right now, pretty much, especially if you're in IT. So it's kind of nice that you guys have like the same team. You don't necessarily have high turnover that's going to cause um, someone who starts your project by the time it finishes, you're not necessarily going to go through like six people and then it's just going to kind of die because no one remembers what Johnny was working on three people ago. So it's nice that you guys have that consistency and that um, reliability that people need to you know, really see success and make sure that they're getting the results and the success and the process improvement that they need. Um, so I know we're almost out of time, but I do have one more question. Um, what is the coolest part about Colombia, about Medi, about Colombia? Well, um, Medellin specifically, that's where, where I'm at right now, is a truly wonderful place. Um, they call it the city of eternal spring. And we um, not only have offices here, um, this is where our main offices for tech are. We have offices in Barranquilla, Cartagena, Bucaramanga, and Bogotá, which are in the key c- cities in Colombia. And um, I mean, I can say that Colombians have a way of living life that's very happy, very um, like we, we enjoy practically everything that we do. Um, and uh, I think that translates very well into the work that we do, right? So a lot of our customers so start working with us. And we have tons of messages that go out every day saying the passion in which these guys are working. Like I would have just never thought that somebody would be so happy to go about doing these tasks. And um, same thing with technology projects. Like when they're finished with a the project, they're like, they feel proud and they have this sense of belonging and ownership about what they're doing that, um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we don't really think that we're, we're doing projects here, even if it's like an automation, um, you know, what we want people to do is think, Hey, I actually have an office in Columbia. 
you know, we have space for our customers here, which um, we had a thousand visitors in 2019 to come to Columbia and experience not only the city itself and, you know, how beautiful it is, but also work with the people um, like if they were in their own office. So I think that to summarize the most beautiful part about Columbia is the people by far. That's awesome. I mean, I've never met a bad Colombian and I've met a few, but they're always just have such a like zest for life and they're just so happy all the time. And I love it. Um, but thank you so much for talking with us today. Um, I'm really excited about all your guys' projects in the future and kind of what happens next. Um, so I'm really excited. Thank you so much again for talking to us and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me again. It was great being on the on the chat and thank you, Mary, for everything.